Welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. Danger's here two in a row. World record. <laughs> well, somebody had to bring us back. Before we get into it, we're going to be talking about uh, cartoon theme songs and openings. Uh, this is our favorite ones. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be chaotic yeah. because, honestly, there's we, a lot. we picked a few. And then then it, we realized there's a lot. <laughs> it got out of hand. And it's hard to pick just a couple. I thought it was a great idea. It was an amazing idea. And at first, I when you first pitched it, I was like, is there enough to talk about for that? Well, I fixated a, on a lot just to a talk few. About. Yeah, like I fixated on just a few, and I was like, I think we could do something with this. And I, I shared it. And, I really, and now... I really, and then we started going down a rabbit hole. And we kept going and going and finding more and more and more amazing songs. Before we get into it, now, uh, make sure you go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, possibly YouTube if you like not seeing things posted. Uh, if you're on iTunes, uh, make sure you leave us a review and all the stars. Leave us a review. Make sure you leave us all the stars. Any podcast app you're using, leaving us reviews definitely helps us out in the ranking. There's lots of people listening to this podcast. And some reason, y'all are being really stingy with your, <laughs> your reviews. We would appreciate it. Yeah, it helps it, us out. It, just it really helps does. Us. So go on your iTunes app right now. You're listening to this on iTunes. Hit the review button. Leave us a review. It would help us out, like I said. You can, you can just give us five stars and hate hug us. If you think we need improvement, we will read your comments. But just give us the five stars, and then you can leave us an honest review. We have a merch store. Uh, we sell t-shirts with our logos on it and the other logos and other... And our and podcast the, network. Uh, and the other podcast network. And a bunch of designs that Critters designed. So go check that out. There'll be links to that on our website on somewhenerdy.com. But today, we have something that a bunch of grown men still enjoy, which it, is cartoon. It's uh, a nostalgia. It was a walk down nostalgia lane with this one, my friend. We're I didn't the, think it would go this deep, but it kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper. We just sat here and had a, a pretty much a, a 30 to 45 minute conversation off air about what we were going to talk about on the podcast. And then we realized there's a lot to talk about. Too much, actually, Maybe to do much. in one episode. Um, so what we're going to be talking about is cartoon theme songs and openings. So we can, let's just, let's just knock one out immediately. Okay. Cause I feel like we're all on board and everybody that listens to the show knows how much of a fan of Ghostbusters we all are. So the real Ghostbusters theme song, just amazing. But then again, it's just the theme song from the movie. But I'm going to back that up with Extreme Ghostbusters has a awesome theme song too. Extreme Ghostbusters was way underrated. We're going to do a podcast on when we review that eventually. I love Extreme Ghostbusters. Extreme Ghostbusters was so great. I mean, it 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 really kind of I feel more people should be talking about it. The problem was it happened in a really kind of weird PC time in the late 90s. So they re- <laughs> no, they filled out the team in a very very PC way. So they had a girl on there, they had a black guy, but then they put a guy in a wheelchair. And the wheelchair guy was this really rough and tumble, like, I'm in, like, Shock. like extreme to the max kind of guy. Like, nothing can hold him back. And it's really interesting to see how he's able to be in all these situations to in a wheelchair. and The struggle of finding elevators and Sometimes, ramps. sometimes that yeah, played up. Yeah, I mean, up. that's part of the they, story. They, yeah. they played up in a lot of the stories, and Egon being older and having a old guy professor ponytail <laughs> dear god is that not a stereotype awesome theme song i actually like the extreme ghostbusters theme song 
better than I like the original Ghostbusters theme song. It's just a better song. It really is. It, it, we the Ghostbuster cart, real Ghostbuster ones, obviously the one from the movie. Mm-hmm. But Extreme Ghostbusters theme song is awesome. <laughs> Something strange in your neighborhood. If it's something weird, then it's gonna look good. Who you gonna call? That's right. Way underrated. Um, they need to release it on DVD. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, again, they're on. Uh, Hulu. They were. They were on crack. They're on Hulu. Yeah, the Extreme Ghostbusters is on. Hulu. Oh man, I need to get Hulu then because I've I've been debating. You know, with that fourteen dollars, I need to get the commercial free Hulu. It's amazing. Eight dollars or fourteen. I'm like, Ugh. I still paid eight, so I paid I paid for the uh, commercials. But any kids show on Hulu doesn't have commercials. Hmm. Extreme Ghostbusters doesn't have commercials. Does or does not? Does not. I it's don't a kid know, show. I still need to have $14 maybe worth it to me. We'll see. I debate doing the same thing. The thing so. is, all of a sudden... I see one commercial, I'm like, man, I can just pay the money and not have to watch this. What, what yeah. is it What is it about like a minuscule amount of money that you start measuring how much money you actually have? When, when, when you buy... In this 30-second commercial, hmm, it's worth the, the $3 more I could pay. Well, not even talking about that. You buy a $700 phone, and then mm-hmm. you're like... A one ninety nine dollar app. You're like, I don't know about that. That's kind of killer, right there. Y'all got no love for the Ghostbusters with the, you know, the, the gorilla. Monkey? Yeah, actually, I don't. I I don't even remember what that theme song sounds like. Let's listen to it now. Let's go, Ghostbusters! <laughs> Okay, that was the first time I ever heard that song. And Me it's too. awesome. Eh. That's it's pretty very awesome. 80s. Come it's, on, that's it, pretty... I mean, the pretty reason why you like it... was the 80s, because that came out in the 70s. It's pretty bad. Well, it's it, pretty 80s, though. It, it follows the same kind of sound that He-Man and She-Ra have. Which are also What do you mean, bad. awesome? Well, to you. I'm going to go ahead and go with my first pick, then. Because we're going to lead right into it. <laughs> Normally, people would think I'm going to pick He-Man right here. 
But the She-Ra theme song is way better than the He-Man theme song. Really? It is. Actually, I'll go ahead and play both of them right now, and you can choose. Just compare them, huh? Just compare them. So here's He-Man. And the masters of the universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, and Orko. Together we defend Castle Grayskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. And here is Shiras. Adora, He-Man's twin sister and defender of the Crystal Castle. This is Spirit, my beloved steed. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I held aloft my sword and said, For the honor of Grayskull! A few others share this secret. Among them are Life Hope, Madame Raz, and Cowl. Together, we and my friends of the Great Rebellion strive to free Isheria from the evil forces of Horda. The Shiro one just has better flow. I don't. I don't. I don't They're I don't set up under. so much alike. It's though. the exact same. Very storytelling. It's the exact same thing, but with different background music and different story. Shira is a little thing. bit, but it's just it's rocking it a little bit more. It's more rocking better. a little bit more. I don't more. know what it is, but these are two theme songs, especially the He-Man one. That when I was a kid, I can I can say every single line of this. Over and over and over and over again when I wasn't watching the cartoons trying to dress up as He-Man when I was a kid. Now, She-Ra... You had a loincloth you just had laying around? No, nah, I just ran around naked <laughs> in a harness and <laughs> carried a, a paper towel tube. That was my sword. Mm, of course. I pretend like the rest of it was there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I know they made like proper replicas when we were kids. I didn't have one. Not at all. But the She-Ra theme song, way better than He-Man. It does tell the whole entire story. It explains who knows who she really is. It explains. It doesn't explain who or how she got her powers. Other than she's the twin sister of He-Man, which you didn't know until we watched this trailer earlier. Well, I didn't know, man. How I would... did you not know? Who do you think she was? I didn't watch she But you knew who she was. Who did you think who she was until you just saw that opening? I don't know. Some Like a chick friend of his. Yeah, I don't know. Just some chick friend. You didn't notice either? With a thin waistline. Yeah. They're, they're brother and sister, which is always weird to see fan artwork of them kissing. Like, do, do whoever drew that not knew their brother and sister? Well, I mean, they got the Quicksilver red. <laughs> That's red... way weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Lannisters. The Scarlet Witch thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Let's uh, 
if we're gonna do old school, I'm gonna do my '80s old school song, and this is, you know, I hate to say the word, it's a little esoteric, but back in the day, man, this was a jam, and it was Denver the Last Dinosaur. That is such a weird pick, but well, that dude, that's because as far back as I can remember, I I can still sing the song now, like right off my head. I'm I, I'm like Denver. I mean, I don't know all the words, obviously. All right, but... it's, it's just go ahead and play it. Don't sing it. Oh, we're, really? We're Come on. It. Let me sing it. Okay, whatever. That's like the most 80s thing I've ever heard for in my life. But the graphics even behind it, I mean, it's 80s. It's purple and teal and just like steps of neon looking things. I mean, this this dinosaur is rocking out during the sequence with a big old pink guitar and He's on a skateboard. It's amazing. And and the thing is, what I really like, (laughs) they kind of play up in the thing. Like, how are they friends with the dinosaur? They put him in human clothing and he just hangs out like he's just this foreign exchange student that just, that's how they look. How dare you judge how they look? That's how foreigners look. I don't know what to tell you. If you don't like how he looks, you're a racist. That's how they were playing up. That's how people from see Denver to the Last Estonia Dinos- look. <laughs> Denver to the Last Dinosaurus. I I know of it. I just don't ever remember ever watching it. It wasn't a great show. Yeah, I, I've seen the episodes now and everything like that. The, yeah, the show's not good. I just I I remember the song more, and I remember I don't the remember episode. No, see, I always base things on action figures. I don't remember any toys of this. I don't think so. Yeah, hmm. I've never seen a toy of it. Even like just growing up now, and this being inside the the culture of collecting old useless stuff. They don't have toys or merchandise from this that I know of. The theme song's awesome, though. It it's is 80s. Awesome. It's, pretty, it's pretty 80s. I mean, graphically, and then the music is 80s. It's kind of long, too. It's got that long, whole, full song yeah, explains it, it everything song. Oh, the 80s was fine, but the 90s gave us opening theme songs with sweet guitar riffs. Okay? Okay, okay. And I'm going to start us off with one that I know everybody goes to sleep. They think about it from time to time. X-Men. All right? Sweet guitar riffs. Let's hear it.
I mean, like, honestly, that's still my amp up music now. All but, I had to do was say it, and you heard it in your head, but, right? The, pr- the, problem, the problem was the theme song is now looking back at it. The theme song's way better than the cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Whoever did th- that was that was the beginning of Trailer Guy, and you know it. Trailer How Guy, Trailer you. Guy started. You don't think X Men cartoons good, right? It was one of the. When's best the last time you've seen it? It was better than Fantastic that means, Four or Iron Man. Yeah, well, that <laughs> that's not saying much. You, have if you to haven't seen these, it in the past just... twenty years. I watched it recently, and I I can only suffer through it for nostalgic purposes because yeah. it was bad. It was Meet the Feebles bad. Animation <laughs> has improved by leagues. No, it's not even animation. It's storytelling. It's store. It's sound design of Wolverine yelling constantly throughout the whole entire show and losing every fight ever. Yeah, I don't know. Why I thought he was that. such a badass, I don't know, because he lost every Because he has knives in his fight. hands. I don't I don't know why all of us kids were really into Wolverine. <laughs> it wasn't from the cartoon. It, it, but you know that piqued our interest initially, and then you start reading the comics, like, oh, wait, he's cool. If you really focused on the TV well, show. I was reading the, the comic book before the cartoon came out, because whenever the cartoon came out, I knew it was based on Jim Lee's artwork. So I was already a fan of Wolverine. Maybe okay, the, okay, the, the phone, okay. the, the, the cartoon just kind of indoctrinated me more. I'm going to I'm gonna fan crush right here. Um recent uh, i follow jim lee on instagram if you don't yeah you, you should. absolutely yeah. should um he is just generally seems like a really nice person but he went to something he drew gambit recently and he posted a picture on his on his instagram and seeing gambit jim lee style it's just amazing it's different jim lee is is amazing Have, did you see the picture recently because whoever yeah, he obviously did uh, x-men number one in the 90s which had the four covers that put together. It mm-hmm. was Magneto. And, the classic. Yeah, the classic uh, X-Men cover. Somebody owns that. Like a private collector brought oh. it to him to get it signed. And he's holding it. And it's the first time he's seen it ever since he mailed it off to Marvel. He's like, this belongs in a museum. Because it does. So the Jim Lee Gambit, when you saw it, you were just like, wow. Still so amazing. It and is. Gambit's a really great, great looking character. And when he drew it, and you're like, that's how I picture Gambit. And it was just great. Anyway. Uh, what do you got next? Well, for me, I'm going to go to another really great storytelling storytelling one. And it's Freakazoid. I think I've talked about Freakazoid several times on the show. And <laughs> the song is no different in how great that show is. Super Team Extraordinaire. Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Underground and underwear. Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Guess who's watching to be seen? Freakazoid. part of the animaniacs right no no same uh same time same time same time time frame well i thought but it wasn't a spinoff or anything 
I definitely thought he was a spinoff. This was a this was a period in Warner Brothers where they had a ton of shows that were awesome. They did crossovers a lot, but they weren't crossover episodes. They did just like cameos. Like Freakazoid showed up in the background of or a box they opened and okay. scared and jumped out. Okay. And we, we... Well, forgive me. You know these no, things can that, be hazy over the that past could happen. Years. That could have happened, but a Freakazoid was something that was developed as a superhero show, and Bruce Tim designed the character, and then it kept getting changed and changed and changed. They were like, we want it less superhero-y and more goofy, and eventually Bruce Tim dropped out because he thought it was a little too goofy for him. But he did the original character design, so they picked up someone else to do it. I believe it was Tom Rugger was one of the main writers yeah, on the show, so. and he was the executive producer. And if you don't know that name, you he, know his cartoon. You know all of his cartoons because yeah. he's responsible for every great cartoon that Warner Brothers put out in the '90s. Pay attention to that name. If he ever releases anything else, if he's still alive, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> um, he is worth checking out. Oh, Jim Lee, right there. Oh uh, yeah, the artwork just passed up on my screen. And um, Extreme Ghostbusters, there it is. Nice, but Freakazoid is. Yeah. It was another one of those, because I always go back to action figures. There was never no action figures for Freakazoid. And even though they invented the term toyetic. Freaking bothered me whenever I was a kid. Well, and it was just great that they had that episode where they talk about how toyetic can you get? And they, they freeze frame the picture like toyetic. The ability to make something available in toy form. <laughs> never got Freakazoid action figures. It only had two seasons. I don't care. It was, yeah. Other things that... You know what? If they release toys now, I'll buy them. Yeah, I'll buy it right now. Whoever's listening, go make that. Tom Rugger, make it happen. In those character sharings, you had you had Pinky and the Brain. You had the Animaniac. Uh, Didn't the squirrels have their show at one time? I don't think so. I don't you sure? Like, I don't what think was the name of the show? dog? Uh, not this dog. The, the squirrel. The old Slappy. one. Slappy. Yeah, yeah. Didn't it, the person was the dog? The little girl was the dog. Elvira? No. It's a little blonde-headed Buttons. girl. Buttons. Buttons and Mindy. Didn't they have their own show? I don't think so. I'm just picturing segments from the show and then in this. It's because they had so Animaniacs had so many different like intro songs within the, the, the show. Right. I mean, there you go. You got Pinky and the Brain right there. So... <laughs> What do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. In laboratory mice, the genes have been sliced. The Pinky, the Pinky and the Brain. Brain, 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 brain. Before each night is done, their plan will be unfurled by the dawning of the sun. They'll take over the world. They're pinky and the brain. Yes, pinky and the brain. Their twilight campaign is easy to explain. To prove their mousy worth, they'll overthrow the earth. They're pinky, they're pinky and the brain. Brain, 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 brain. brain. Yeah, that was a good one. That's a good one. So, not, um, like, not like She-Ra. Good God. Well, keeping up with the like a, a theme song that tells you the complete plot of the show that you're about to watch, Transformers. Yeah. Season one has the, to me, it's, it's so 80s while trying to get so much of information across. Destroy the evil forces of the 
they really told the story, and then they incorporated they the, <laughs> which is funny because they do that that laser grid like uh, computer graphics that was early computer yes, graphics type yeah, stuff, yeah. like the green lines, like this is where we're gonna be. This is what the internet's gonna look like when we get bigger, <laughs> older. It, the Matrix, it's the Matrix. But the Matrix like modeled everything after Transformers, and then Johnny, the New Adventures of Johnny Quest, but also great theme song, very good theme song. Uh, but that, I think uh, synthesized yes. robots in disguise, though, man. You know the guy. I'm pretty sure the guy that wrote this song was the same person that uh, does, which I know you're really a big fan of this dude. So you're gonna be really happy about this. Uh, Two and a Half Men and uh, Big Bang Theory. What's his name? You just talked about him on Watch Your Mouth podcast a few weeks ago. Chuck Lore. He wrote that song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. He wrote that. He wrote that song. You know what, man? I mean, he so follows he, he, a pattern. He, he, he sticks it, to it. He, like he, he, everything he hasn't done. Is, he's just is super bad, cliche, so. man. He, he's, Transformers is he. If anything, he the created, song is cliche. He wrote that. That was before that kind of stuff was a big thing, though. You know what? Actually, that actually makes me respect Two and a Half Men a little bit more because the main character is a jingle writer. Really? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Really? That, okay. I've never seen the show, so that actually makes me respect. So he wrote it. himself into the show, then. Sorta. Okay. All that right, makes me right. respect it a little bit more because no I I will respect his art artistic integrity of a jingle writer. Ah, see, I didn't know that. But yeah, as a awesome. show producer, but I'm bro, pretty sure he wrote other theme songs. I'm sure he around did. that time. So I'm sure he did. But I mean, those ah. shows are bad irked me oh they yeah and me. me and you hate other shows that nerds really love for some oh, look i like I, i'm not against formulate comedy i'm no, no, just no, no, like no. you know We're be a gonna, little bit more original we a can't get bit. into this we have right, a whole right. podcast about where we we really dog on uh big bang theory i don't remember what it was it was last year sometime go check that out it was the nerd culture one the nerd culture actually a lot of people that's like one of our third or fourth highest ranking shows right now i don't know why i think we can tackle back into that a little i think bit. so too yeah uh, but Transformers is awesome. Uh, Transformers is also something I only collected when I was a kid, toy-wise. Uh, I had some. I broke a lot of them, and then my parents decided to stop buying them for me. That's because they're hard to transform. Yeah, so you would have to bring them to your parent until I just wanted to do it by myself, and then I broke them. I have, then, I have a Transformer as an adult. I, I still can't get Optimus Prime back into a truck. Can't do it. That's why there are no Transformers in this room. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole thing is, one thing, my wife won't let me buy them. She knows if I buy one... I would want them all. And Transformers are really expensive. They are expensive. So I was and then they got the groups. Purposely stayed away from Transformers my whole entire adult collecting life. Good for you, man. I need to get a. Uh, I do want a G1 uh, Optimus Prime because I had one, and I feel like I shouldn't have another one. It won't open a door. Mm. I promise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like that's a gateway drug right there. <laughs> pulling it, pulling it back, pulling it back away from the guitar riff something a bit more classical i've got the tick and this is just this is just really made as kind of a classy act here with with a lot of old school pow bam you know those kinds of sounds i was in. really into the tick cartoon when i was younger too this the tick song, cartoon i think was way more sophisticated for a children's show yeah, it because is. it parodied superheroes absolutely and and honestly, I'm I'm so thankful that they're doing the show now because we can appreciate the parodies of the superhero genre even more now. Absolutely. And that was such a cool show. And the and the music was cool. The costumes were cool. Uh, the idea of like I'm a superhero and he's oblivious to like normal things. There's an episode that always sticks out in my head is where there's this woman that comes and finds Tick, and she's like, "You're my husband. You're crazy. Do you don't you remember?" And she brings him home. And she's trying to convince him that 
you're just a crazy person. And he's like, I don't remember this. I'm really sorry. Wife. <laughs> and, he's, and, he, <laughs> and he just starts buying into it. But it's just wrong, though. It's so funny. It, it I love the tick. exposure to a, a hero show where they just had glaring glaring character faults <laughs> was the the, the deflator, the mouse. deflator <laughs> mouse there you yeah go. The even a lot the live action show was really good too Patrick Warburton. yeah 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 there you go voice of a god yeah. um and then the you... new show is really good too now so yeah i'm excited that it's coming out or that it's out whenever you hear this i'm glad y'all enjoyed that one i'm glad y'all like that pick tick's awesome and it's actually pretty much everything we talked about so far is songs that I haven't thought about in a very long time because some of these I haven't I haven't seen until we just looked them up in the past like ten years. So well, see that's weird because one of the shows I still watch, but they redid the intro song, and it's not good compared to the old one. Or and it, and the old one isn't the original because obviously it's, it's in Japanese. The Japanese the Japanese and one's really good. Chala head chala, but I mean yeah. it's weird. So I'm, 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 for those of you that know that song, it's Dragon Ball Z. The first, and you're right. This what you're about to say. Dragon Ball Z first season. That is a song that can pump you up for a TV show, dude. It's got the classic kind of rocking thing, and then the chanting of drag, 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 ball. It's got everything you need, everything it needs to hypnotize you, to get you super hype, and then and the, super in the mode to and watch. And then they this get show. you in that guitar riff, and then they show all these action scenes, like, oh my god, let's get it going. And if you don't remember what the first first season, because they changed it after this, didn't they? Um, no, they kept it around for quite a long time. Did they? Yeah, I mean, but I just remember them showing the season over again. On, because like, in the final, sh- the final version of it, he ended up going super. Right, and so obviously it lasted up until because even if you watch Dragon Ball Z right now, they don't play that. Was Dragon Ball Z Kai? Well, no, no, no. Even Dragon Ball Z, not not the Kai one, the regular one on um, Funimation does not draw uh, play this song. Well, they probably changed it after a certain. Oh, they might play the Japanese one actually. Now I think about it. This song carried all the way through the robot, like. All the way through Cell. The, really? Like the Android yeah. stuff? Yeah, all the way up into Android. I don't remember. But we're going to go ahead and play Trunks it. Trunks even this... flashes in the, in, the, in the intro. They played a lot of Trio. Oh, yeah. They play a lot of the old movies. They played like uh, um, uh, the, one of the first movies, and then they play Trio Might. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 they did. You know, they had scenes from See, both these of are those. all things I haven't heard in a long time. Since we haven't heard in a long time, let's play it. Dragon, dragon, ball, sing. Dragon, dragon, 
This equally, equally gets me pumped up. I want to go watch it right now. Let's go lift some weights to raise our power levels. <laughs> dude, I but dude, I kind of feel like people may go to the gym pumped up off a of Dragon Ball Z and trying to go Super song, Saiyan in the a gym just yelling. Long, so you just got to do it on repeat I'm over a, and over and over again. You get that guitar riff, you're going to like, yeah, that's... I want a dragon tattoo now on my chest. Well, yeah, and it's... Iron Fist. <laughs> No, get the no. I thought you were talking about the eternal dragon, but the dragon balls are closer to your crotch. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna like start closing it out and going towards uh, some of the last few ones we're gonna talk about. But an equal one that has an awesome guitar riff, and it doesn't start until I think about ten to fifteen seconds in, is Eek the Cat. And we're oh, we're gonna I play that. Forgot about Eek the Cat. We're gonna play that right now, and then we'll talk about it. The guitar riff that plays throughout this whole entire thing is so awesome. I haven't seen the Eek the Cat cartoon in... I, I don't even remember the last Since time I was I've seen a kid. it. Yeah, but the theme song will always stick out in my head. It brought back a lot of memories, and I feel so bad for him now. I remember, he just got that. He just got he, it. He remember got, there, got was it a, there was a shark dog mm-hmm. that li- like constantly ate him. That's what I remember about the show. And then he had his uh, large... Large girlfriend. Large girlfriend. He was a chubby chaser. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs love. But the show is really good from what I remember. Like I said, I haven't seen it in forever. But the theme song will always stick out in my head. There's a lot. I can't, well, I can't fault you for picking another, yet another song with a great guitar riff. That was really like an evolution of cartoons is to have these guitar riffs. But I got to tell you, the 90s Spider-Man series really stepped it up. Uh... By, by someone making their guitar talk to you. The guitarist of Aerosmith, Radioactive Spider-Man. Go.
awesome theme song. Awesome. It's it's super 90s, like we keep saying on this podcast. It's either 80. This sounds 90s. Absolutely. That was actually a really cool cartoon. Yeah, I mean, it's it, a really, it's not good, but it's no, it's actually, good. Yeah, no, there, it's there's good. a lot it's of good the animation parts. It, it's, when they get to the CG, the yeah, him web slinging in CG, you're like, <laughs> but that's because we're spoiled now, you know? Yeah, True. like there are people just doing TV students in college making animated shorts that are just amazing. You're like, man. Why couldn't Spider-Man just get some of that? And that was probably cutting edge back in the day. It was. <laughs> You're like, Ooh. Um, but the, the theme song is awesome. Yeah. And this one, I isn't... actually know enough that this is on my phone. I have to download it. Yeah. But you know what's great about the Spider-Man 90s cartoon? That it, 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 it it's its own thing. It's equally as memorable as the original Spider-Man song. which uh, The 70s one? Which yeah. Is an, it's an award-winning song, too, the original. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You know what? Just play it. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's you see classic. what I'm saying? You yeah, know exactly, classic. and that's and and that's just what it is. But as good as those two are, one that's actually just all around great. It's modern, but it's still not to a point where it's like gonna be time stamped as something. And it's spectacular, Spider Man. See, and I've still never seen this. You've never seen spectacular Spider Man. No, you talk about it all the time. And you I've need never to see the show. It's the best Spider Man interpretation i you know what homecoming spider-man as great as it is you watch spectacular spider-man you'll be like you know what that's my spider-man that's spider-man so a good theme song awesome theme song awesome theme song all right well let me i gotta hear it then It's catchy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah, their guitar isn't talking to me, but it's pretty good. <laughs> but it's got a little bit of that repetition that get, kind of get hooks you in. Spectacular, spectacular Spider-Man. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. It's all about being able to like catch someone's attention. There's so there's so much. Like I want to I want to keep talking about theme songs. I'm, well, okay, so I mean, 
Between we, sh- we should have separated this by decade. The, we maybe should have because we can even we can even separate it by people that are involved in it. Tom Ruggery, we got Tiny Toon. I mean, we got Earthworm Jim. We got uh, oh, man. Teenage, Teenage Oh my! Oh. Ducktales. Gadget. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> okay, we're getting out of control. We get out of control. <laughs> we should save it for another episode. Do you, do you think we should do a whole another episode on it? I feel like we have enough here. I think we're gonna do a whole another episode. Let's put a, a cork in it right now. Uh, we're gonna do a following episode about theme songs for cartoons. I, I just we have it, to. It, it, we open the floodgates; they just come pouring out. Like an swan al- cats. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. looking at a list right now, and I, I feel that we can talk about this even more. I don't know if there'll be as many sweet guitar riffs on the next podcast, but join us. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and put a cork in this, and join us for the next podcast, and we'll. Do another episode about cartoon theme songs and openings. Uh, and, and if you're hearing this, if we didn't talk about something, mention it in the comments on SomewhatNerdy.com, our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram page, and let us know if we missed anything or you want us to hear it because we didn't mention it. I mean, there's a good chance you might hear it on the next one, but let us know. Let us know. There's also an email. SomewhatNerdyRadio at gmail.com. Thank you, Danger. Also, if you're on iTunes, make sure you leave us a review and all the stars. Uh, it helps us raise up in the rankings and gets more listeners for the podcast. So thank you very much for everybody that's been leaving us reviews, sending us comments, and buying t-shirts because we have a merch store. Go buy our t-shirts. And people have been buying them. Yes, yes they have. So thank you for if you bought these really pretty logo shirts Stop that Critters. I can't help but rub myself when I wear this shirt. Definitely go do that. Go buy the other shirts for the other podcasts in our network, which are Future Flicks Billion and Nerds to the Square Circle. Those are two other podcasts. Go check those out. Also, go check out Critters Other Podcast. The Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Uh, he's also the co-host on that, so make sure you go check out that. There will be links to all that on the show notes page on SomewhereNerdy.com. I think that's it for today, and we're going to come back with even more, even more cartoon theme songs. Dude, we might flood it. It's the freaking we're gonna, we're, We open the floodgates. It's going to be it's gonna be a lot of theme songs the next one. We have been your host. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. And... Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds.